This is At The Table, a play reading series by Charging Moose Media. Before we begin, we just want to let you know that we're doing things a little bit differently with this episode. The first part, part one, will be the interview with Diana O, the creator of my lingerie play. And then the second part, part two, will be Ned and Rachel talking to Diana specifically about my lingerie play, and then Diana doing excerpts from the piece. We also want to let you know that these episodes do include strong language and adult themes. So if you're listening with kids, maybe this isn't a great episode to listen to. We hope you enjoy. Ms. Diana, because we're calling you that today. Ms. So weird. Diana. I know. We can call you other things. No, Anything I like it. Do you like the Z sound? Like the voiced S? Is it Ms. Diana or I Ms. like Diana? it with a soft S. Right. Miss Diana. Miss Diana. That feels more appropriate. Great. Perfect. Miss Diana. Yeah? What are you going to play for us? I'm going to play a bunch of songs. I wrote it down. I made a list so I didn't forget. <sighs> okay. So this is the opening song. This is the first song that we sing. First song that I sing at the top of my lingerie play. And when I first wrote this song, I went to Matt Park, um, who shout out. shout out Matt Park, great human being. He's great so human awesome being. and a phenomenal musician um, with the cutest child in just. And ass. I'm, yeah, I was going to say, was it a cute butt? <laughs> I totally thought you were going to go there. I was be like, <laughs> Me too. Yeah, what if my first thing blank. was like, Got objectively. <laughs> <laughs> but like. As a theater journalist on a podcast. <laughs> I, I actually like if we flip the script and anytime we mention uh, any sort of male identifying artist, we, we just immediately uh, I, like just let. Just people ob- know how we think about them like physically. Just objectify great yeah, real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt's got some great titties. Great T-bones. Um, My mom's going to hear that I said titties on the radio and I'm going to a conversation here. Will she giggle? No. The, uh, she does, she's not a giggler. Sorry, Deb. Sorry, Should we Deb. all say titties together? One, two, three. Titties! titties. That was cathartic. That's how we're going to start the whole episode. <laughs> I'm going to cut this back to the 100%. <laughs> that's, that's a real thing. <laughs> Can we make it like um like a button on one of those like DJ machines? Oh, shock jocks are the worst. So you were saying about the opening number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I hate calling an opening number. Let's call it a song. Yeah. Um, song one. <laughs> song one. In the soundtrack. Blur? People walk into the theater. Was yeah. that a song by Blair? What? Song number one. Oh, jeez. Wow. Right? That was... Yeah. Okay. I believe you. I believe you. you. People, the people <laughs> walked you so into, at least for Rattlestick, they walked into like a really transformed <laughs> space. There was yeah. a glitter station. A shimmer station. Shimmer station. It's a shimmer station. I love my shimmer station. And it says shimmer or get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got that idea. I stole it from House of Yes because there was a, I was at, I went out like dancing or whatever. And then this woman was like putting glitter on people's faces. And I was like, <gasps> we need that, but different. Like, you know, <laughs> so we would set up a shimmer station so everyone could just like go elevate themselves and be like, go have fun, put on your like, sparkles and your colors and like let's get bright you know uh so you come in shimmer station and then i'm on the soapbox thing and it asks the question why do you create a safer more courageous world for us all it's answering why let's do it right now why do you do it because i think that uh the world is scary and not very safe uh, for most people. And I think that the, the best thing I can do is uh, 
try and add more voices to the conversation every day. Wow, what about you? I think because I have the capacity to and the 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 ability to in a way that I don't think everybody gets and I recognize that that's a privilege and also that there were people who were making that safe space for me to create a better world so that I could get here and show up and create art. So like partially to pass the, pass the gift along. I like that. Yeah. Both of your responses were really good. A plus. Thank you. A plus for both of you. You're welcome. Thanks for coming to class today. (laughs) So then you write it down on a brown paper bag and you like tape it to the floor, right? You like tape it throughout the space and everyone in the audience has to do this before they sit down. It's just like, can't do it until you do it. Um, <clears throat> and then I start snapping. But the little context behind the song is that when I first wrote it, I went over to Matt's house and I was like, Matt, I think I just wrote the most annoying song. <laughs> <laughs> I think I wrote the most annoying, awful, awful song. <laughs> what a lead in. Oh my God. And get excited, then, listeners. Get excited. And then I wrote She's I, wrong, <laughs> listeners, also. She's bullshit wrong. But then like, I played it for him and then he was like, that tune, because he calls songs tunes. That's another thing about Matt Park that's really special. He's like, that's a great tune. That's got to be your like first song tune. That's <laughs> that's a tune, you know? And he was and he was like really all about this tune. So now here we are. I didn't kill it because of Matt. He kept it alive. Yay. Good work, Matt. Oh, and when I sing the O's, you can feel free to come in and sing them. Yeah, that's going to help me. Great. Can you snap along with me? Punk rock, baby, yeah, I heard it on the radio. No, I never felt it. But it feels so good I love to my mother For giving me these hips and all Swaying like an animal As we stood up with our bodies Yeah, it was only principle Somewhat metaphysical But understood Punk rock Baby, yeah, I heard it on the radio No, I never felt it, but it feels so good Love to my mother for giving me these hips and all Swaying like an animal as we stood
Yes. Yes. Diana O. Good job. Jesus, what a fucking anthem. So that was that anthem. Thank yeah. you. The most annoying song. No, that <laughs> is incorrect. Yeah, that you're wrong. Incorrect. You're wrong. Um, were there, uh, what was that f- first like when you got to sing that in front of a, like a commune, in front of a group? What, it, what was the response? Did you know that you had something special with these songs? Um, <clears throat> or did you know that before there were people? You, you are a woman I think who knows I, that. I think I, because of Matt, I knew. Yeah. Or, I mean, uh, because of Matt, I felt validated. Sure. Because it's even like, it's less about knowing. It's more about like, oh, I'm validated. You know, really, if Matt wasn't there to be like, that's a great tune. Or like, fuck yeah, you know. It would have, I would have killed, I would have never played that song out loud. I would have been like, it's so annoying. You just sing oh over and over and over again. Like I, that's bad songwriting. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. You're, that's no. why free falling is the yeah. best it, jam that's ever. If you oh repeat, gosh. sometimes you need a song. If you repeat that, something for a while, people can join in. Like they get it, they totally fill in, they get comfortable, yeah. and they're there. Oh, oh, living on a prayer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that yeah. that song ends, and what happens? Where do we go? And then, and then it's like, welcome. Like here, y'all are. This is so cool. Towards the end of the run, we. Um, uh, I had written out nine invitations for the ninth installation, nine exclamation points, um, because what we're talking about right now is my lingerie play installation number nine, the concert and call to arms, nine exclamation points. Okay. <laughs> so these nine invitations start off with like, with like, you know, I don't even remember the first one, but they're just like nine um, invitations, not rules to the space, which is like, if you need to pee pee, take care of yourself. Caring is cool. Eye contact is cool. We honor gender pronouns. Uh, you know, I don't know. Oh, if you're, if you're not, uh, don't do it unless you're enthusiastically consenting to it. You know, it's just like laying out the rules for the night so that everyone can just be put at ease about what's going on. Um, There's a wonderful set of moments in the show as a result of one of those invitations that loops back in with what you were saying before about wanting people to acknowledge reality on stage and mm-hmm. wanting, like, if you've got a cough, cough, where, like, the bat, the the restroom at Rattlestick is you have to get on stage. You have to yeah. get on stage and walk past you guys. And you were so adamant. You were like, if you have to pee, like, go get on the stage, like, come do this, which is, I think, a phenomenon that happens in New York theaters a bit. Like, there are lots of onstage restrooms in these <laughs> in these black boxes and things. And everyone plays this artifice, plays this game where you pretend somebody hasn't entered the space you're supposed to be hyper aware of yeah and so all of a sudden there's this extra layer of like the people on stage don't want to notice that there's someone else waiting for the bathroom like the people on waiting for the bathroom don't want to be noticed and the people in the audience are trying not to notice and instead you had this like very lovely simple set of moments where like people peed and then like you would sometimes they would hesitate because they wouldn't want to interrupt a song and you'd be like boo go ahead like we're good we see you you're really there you can't not in the middle of singing just be like have a good pee pee yeah back to the song you know yeah, everyone felt very, there was no call out involved. It was nothing but love. And it felt like such a practical invitation in that set of nine and ended up being kind of one of the most sort of, it, there was something beyond the physical and the practical about that for me. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, well, I liked it too. It reminded me that, well, another thing on the, on the invitation list was, first and foremost, we are humans in a room together. And the last one, the ninth one is, this room feeds on truth. Drop into your truth, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, How's that written out? This room feeds on truth. Drop into your truth, baby. Is that your question? Yes. Okay. 
<laughs> with an exclamation point at Did you want to know like literally how many Ys? Yeah. Oh. I, I was like know. curious how oh, babies Oh, one Y. The normal. But when but we would all read it together and then by the time we got to the ninth one, it was like everyone was just, just like, baby, <laughs> you know? <laughs> You give people permission to talk and they talk. Permission. Yeah. Yeah. Invitation to talk. Well, that, because that was one of our like driving forces. You know, that was, at least for me, like creatively and performer wise, like in the making of it, it was just anytime like I was writing, right? And it was like, okay, what does this moment really mean? And what does it really need to be? It's like, what's the honesty? What's the truth? Like, what is the truth of this moment? And that was always, it just felt like it solved all the things. Yeah. And I thought, like, that's such a metaphor for life. It's like anytime anyone's having a problem, it's like, well, what is the truth here? And what do we actually mean? And what are we actually, like, upset about, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then what then what then happens, it, you know, we do the welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I tell everyone to take their theater helmets off. <laughs> like, this isn't your typical night. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. We're just here to hang out. And then... I proceed to say um, the the first time I ever wore lingerie was in junior year of high school. I hung out with my people, the theater and choir kids. Shout yeah. out. Um, <laughs> shout out to the theater and choir kids. We're and here. every once in a while, I got to kick it with the super hot, fit, rich, popular soccer girls. Mm. Mm. Also shout out. Also I suppose. shout out. Shout out. Shout out. They're not here. They're not um, here. <laughs> and on the weekends, I hung out with the boys on the football team. Shout out. Shout Usually out. it's like a silent room. Yeah. You know. <laughs> My school didn't have football, so. Oh. There you go. Yeah. They really weren't there. They were they not. They legitimately didn't exist. <laughs> That's okay, because you're a full human regardless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I just like tell the story of my first fuck me bra, my first piece of lingerie, which all had to do with um, a really important human being named Jim Bobbio. We named him Jim Bobbio in the concert to protect his real identity um (laughs) he will never listen to this podcast you don't know our listeners (laughs) yeah jim bobby is all up on this super well in the jim bobby demographic right yeah Yeah. the like tall super sexy jock demographic we really could do better in that demographic (laughs) (laughs) we could all do better in that demographic Yeah. Well, he, so, I mean, and he was the first person I, 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 I wore lingerie for, you know, and it was a piece that I shoplifted because that was a whole big thing was like, you know, shoplifting and that was so fun. Um, don't do it. Any- I don't do it anymore. Don't do it anymore. Yeah. We're not condoning it now, but it was deeply fun. It was deeply fun. And it was deeply fun. And I literally needed to do it to like survive <laughs> high school <laughs> and to fit in. And I like had an eating disorder. It was perfect. It was a beautiful time. Um, so this song is about uh, Jim Bobbio. And it's actually called, the song is called Joe because it's about Joe. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting closer. <laughs> we may have gotten closer to Jim Bobbio. Yeah, yeah. Jim Bobbio, if you're listening, your name might be Joe. Joe Bobbio would have been... I like Jim Bobbio. Jim Bobbio. I'm, I'm actually tickled to find out that that wasn't a real name, although that makes a great deal of sense. Yeah. Oh, and that, another fun thing that we do, you know, the thing that start, starts the song is um, asking the audience, you know, we all have like a version of our Jim Bobbios, the high school heartthrob that stay with us until we're like 122 and we're drinking tea alone in bed and we're like, oh, I still love you more than I love myself, <laughs> you know? <laughs> 
So we're going to name out loud our high There's school There's only three of us in the room, so you're going to get a very clear sense <laughs> of who these people are. Uh, they love it. And you, you're going to scream too, yeah? Marcus? I think I'm 100% sure mine listens to this podcast. I Let's think go there. mine might too. I don't know, I guess. I'm pretty 100% sure. A mine is such crush? a vanity thing that wow. I would think he would listen to this. I bet he does not. Okay, great. Okay, ready? Okay. One, two, three. Christopher Yeah. Yeah. What was yours? Christopher Michael Vecchia. He was a hot soccer player who played all of the Benfold songs on the piano. And he was a very nice dude. And I decided that was all I needed in life was like a nice dude who knew all of Benfold's on the piano and play soccer. Yeah. Isn't that what Dustin does? That's not what Dustin does, and it's not what my current boyfriend does. Although that would be phenomenal if I just grew up and was like, I can find that. <laughs> and you did it. Just a heat-seeking missile of like uh, your high school crush. I don't. Yeah, hmm. I'll ask my therapist about it later. Ask it. Let's yeah. do it again so I can like. Yeah. Let's like underscore this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, two, three. Man. Joe Rocchio. It's right. 
in our studio today yeah one of her songs from my lingerie my lingerie play for jim bobbio jim bobbio jim bobbio and everyone else we mentioned at the beginning there um so what's exciting is we had to cut the song oh so in the normal concert of the thing you know it like goes into the song and then it goes into another song um I mean, it like cuts off, like the whole thing was like, this song was like two, uh, it's, it was two touchy-feely songs in a row and it was like two touchy-feely. So we had to cut it short with, and then like bring, it's the whole almost impressed with you going into stopping Matt with my foot thing and then being oh, like, fuck yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it became a whole medley instead. So what is so nice about getting to do this moment with y'all is that I get to play through this full song um that is my favorite it was oh. it's like it's it was the band's favorite song to play and we had to cut it and it was just a real lesson and killing babies and writing stuff is hard yeah it is it is but you don't always get what you want you know what are you gonna do someone said that once in a song can't always get Bach. what you want definitely <laughs> right that's right definitely Bach. <laughs> Bach. schubert
sing your favorite song when I asked you so many times to remove this crown sits heavy upon his head of mine but you took
Having an experience, so I have Ned to has say. never seen the show. That this is correct. This and, is um, this is my first foray. So welcome. Watching Ned watch the, the, this iteration of your show is bringing me a lot of joy today. That's exciting. Um, <laughs> it's very exciting. For I'm me. gonna learn how to put that song back in its full form and be like, listen, the album. We all made a mistake. <laughs> The album, yeah. You, me, Jim, Bobby, oh, you, me, we all made a mistake. <laughs> we needed to figure out a way to make this entire song work. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, me, Jim, Bobby, oh. Everybody. Everybody has to pitch in here. Um, great. And then we go into this next, so normally, Ned, yes. what happened? In the, oh, no, please keep doing whatever you I was just Instagramming your beautiful face. Oh, so. hello. <laughs> um... I was no, no. I, you can keep Instagramming, but I just wanted to give you the, the. What normally happened is that almost impressed. We would only just do the first verse and chorus, and then it would cut short, and I would put my, because Matt would take on Jim Bobbio and be all Jim Bobbio with his guitar solos, and then I would like take my bare foot, stop his guitar, and then I would say, "Here's what I wish I said to the motherfucker," and then we would like cut the melodrama. And so this is what this is what you wish you would have said to the. This is what I wish I would have said to the motherfucker. Yeah. Hit me. Can I, before we start that, uh-huh. to to paint a little bit of a picture because I think okay. it's um, crucial to the to what one of the things that blew my mind. You're also wearing at least facsimiles of the lingerie you discussed. It's all the during actual the lingerie. It's the all the actual it's like lingerie. The act- so you actually are wearing the the fuck me bra when you're talking about the shoplifting and mm-hmm. high school and the hot fit soccer girls and mm-hmm. Jim Bobbio. I found this really fucking fascinating. Like it became an object piece and you were, yeah. 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 So to paint the picture. Yeah. You can imagine us in our underwear. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't actually know how this is going to go. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be what it is, is what it is going to be. You, you. You left me. All alone, all alone, all alone. I should be fuck that all alone, fuck that guy. All you've done, everything. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, I swear the night I saw it, people were leaving the theater just singing and screaming, you're a super rich white girl to themselves. Really? It was, yeah, it was fucking delightful. Aww. It was really delightful. We can make t-shirts. You're super, <laughs> super rich white girl. You're a super rich white girl. It's hard writing the same... Like like riding like horseback riding the same chord. Yeah, I'm learning a lot right now. <laughs> it's like keep like to yeah. Anyway, uh, so that yeah, super rich white girl. Any questions before we go into the next? <laughs> no, I'm like in a space of like pure awesomeness right now. Yeah, right, I'm just like really thing, loving man. this. Thing. I only want to give concerts to two people at a time. Okay, <laughs> there is there is a lot of audience interaction in your show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that intentional? What are, What is the goal of that? Presumably, um, it is intentional because it's in your show. But what is the <laughs> What is the purpose for you? <laughs> the purpose for me is that it's like it's like a feeling that we're creating together, and like every night it's going to be different because the genetic makeup of us is always different, and it's just like trying to be super present and superhuman, and just and like refresh our minds again of like what it means to be human beings. Yeah. Do you have a favorite moment of uh, kind of ignoring the audience? performer line do you have a favorite moment in the show that happens moment where, in the show like shaving a person's head is yes. always my favorite moment yes she shaves a person she asks for a volunteer and shaves someone head, someone's head yeah. did you get a volunteer every night every night shaving a person's head and then making out with someone yes. and I always got a volunteer every night to make out with someone you do, do a, a consent, consent workshop, workshop. Mm-hmm. yeah every night that's unbelievable somebody was like yeah absolutely me yep yeah did that surprise you uh, it did well because when when um, when Orion and the dramaturg Mayantio, another shout out Mayantio, shout out um, when the two of them suggested they were like because we, there was this just moment we kept trying to make it work and I was like it's not working it's not working it's not working what about what if you made out with an audience member on stage and I was like yes I want to do that I love that idea <laughs> let's just do it um, and and I was like but I don't know what's like what if no one raises their hand and Orion was just like you really don't need to worry about that. And I was like, you know, like it's really quite embarrassing to be like, please someone make out with me and no one wants to. (laughs) And they were like, don't worry. And I didn't worry. I didn't, you know? And it was also an exercise in like actually choosing, like getting to choose who I actually wanted to make out with, you know? To also check in with myself and be like, well, just because, you know, you're there, it doesn't mean like I have to do it, you know? Did you ever run into that? Uh, mentally like oh this actually isn't a moment I want to participate in no because um uh I I I it was made to be that I was always in control so like even if someone raised their hand and it was like cool then I got to be in control of the moment of like how is it that I actually want to kiss you make out with you you know and maybe I just want to kiss your hand not that it ever did that yeah (laughs) because I'm slutty but like (laughs) you know it 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 was like up always up to I was always in control of like how far I wanted to go, mm-hmm. which is so cool. That is so cool. A, a reverse sort of happened with the head shaving, right? Where somebody raised their hand and you asked them how they, you know, some people yeah. got like undercuts and mm-hmm. things like that. Like there was always a, you were very vocal about the line of consent for the haircut, as silly as that sounds, but like yeah. it was identical in a lot of ways. Yeah. I found that's an observation, not a question. I just really dug that moment. Thank you. Yeah. Communication is sexy. It really is. Thank you. Um, um, so this next song is Will You Love Me Still? And this is my second favorite song. And this um, is, uh, uh, it, it's, it's just, it's a song. Okay. <laughs> and I, um, 
I sang it at a friend's wedding. Uh, two of my straight friends, they were getting married. Um, and it was their song before they kissed each other as husband and wife. And then it was uh, turned out to be the same night that the uh, uh, very crazy, terrible, violent thing happened um, in Orlando. And so I, it's just when I, when I think about the song, I hold both those memories and I can't ever sing it without holding both of those memories in my headspace. Um, but it's very much a love song and it's written for about, you know, partners that I had in my life and, and, uh, we sing it and I don't, I don't get to play and sing it in the actual show because usually it's just the band playing and I sing off mic. So this is nice to get back to the humanship of it. Yes, as I will, as much as I 
you love me still Yes, as you are Yes, as you will As much as you can Will you love me still? 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 Will you love me song <laughs> thank you for that thank oh. you okay so that happens in the show and what, yeah. what happens next <laughs> um rachel dies oh god and never comes back yeah by the way uh rachel flynn is not in the room so i will be uh learning about the play sans rachel bye rachel um, so then what happens? Life happens, life happens. And then I tell a story about my MVP corset, my black MVP corset, which I got because I burlesque danced for cats for um, the ASPCA to raise money for the ASPCA. Great. It wasn't for an audience of cats. It was no, to raise money for cats. To Correct. raise money for cats, which is like almost sadder. Yeah, no. But like, <laughs> I really am looking forward to your next art piece, which is a burlesque for cats. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my God, that sounds like so much fun. I would love to do yeah, that. Yeah, can I be I would, in that? Yeah, great. please be in it. <laughs> yes, definitely. Oh my gosh, it can't, we can't do it without you. Yeah, okay, great. Okay, great. I'm all in. I have one cat, so we can just go there. You, that's perfect. That's all we need, really, <laughs> actually. <laughs> um, yeah, so I burlesque dance for cats, and then I, I blah, 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 and I talk about you know all the super fun, great stuff in New York, and how like dating in New York is just so much fun, and it's also the Yeah, is that true? I don't know that that's yeah. true. It's the worst. It so, is definitely the worst. Then this song happens and it's about, it's, you know, with all the kids, it's called With All the Kids Sang and it's super fun, super candy. Um, the audience is invited to come dance up on stage. They're given cat ears. We're all dancing like cats. Um, there's a confetti machine that goes off and it just basically is like, isn't life so exciting? And then we turn it on its head as soon as the song ends and then it's like, but here's the real shit and here's what was actually happening. Um, and what was happening is that in the midst of my like incredible sexual awakening of like being super slutty and super liberated, I was also being uh, treated super poorly um, in ways such as like getting followed home um, at night and like being called terrible things at night, you know, fully clothed. And it's like, well, how can I honor my sexuality and my humanity while the world is literally telling me that like I have titties <laughs> um, and I... Uh, I deserve the X, Y, and Z thing because I have titties, you know? Uh, but this song is not about that. This, <laughs> this is song, before that. This is, yeah, super fun. Uh, great, here we go. This one is with all the kids sing. Bam. Bam.
Kitchen, cigarette burning, glass of cheap wine. Unlike the scene, there's nothing to lose here. Kicks off her shoes, amps up the power line. Bright lights, lighting eyes up now. Back in the jam, make work hour shut up. Here she's understood. With all the kids saying hi.
Studio today on At the Table oh. podcast, my lingerie play. Hi. Oh man, ba- the band cuts real. out and then there's a whole thing and it it's gets like, like real. We talked about that. Gets real. Yeah, 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 yeah. Woo! That was fun, y'all. Yeah, it was yeah. real. That felt like church. Never have we ever been on the spot like this in a recording, and I am. I so love it. I'm, it. I'm so like, here for it. <laughs> I love I'm it. so here. Oh, okay, I gotta learn a song. Yeah, you're All right. showing up a lot. I'm in. It's like really great. Uh, so then things get real and what things happens? get real and then I tell a story about you know being followed and how that was like I really feared for my life and it's like you know and I hope it just like brings into the room like how many of us have actually feared for our lives in just like everyday situations and how much more showing up do we have to do for other people where um, it's just dire for like other people you know and then I go on a rant I pull a rant out of my pants my underwear and I just like go on a, like, seven-page tirade of, like, all the things that I'm feeling. Um, and I call it, and it's just my rant. It's like, this is my rant. Um, and then we have the consent workshop. Is it a rant that, that changes show to show, or was it mm-hmm. the same rant every night? Like, the building blocks are similar, but, like, every day, if I feel like something saying something else, and, like, something else will be added into it, you know? Great. And it then, is so extraordinary. Thanks. Your rant on stage is something I could have watched for an hour and a half. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it was yeah, cool. Very scary. Um sure. To to do that, you know? Uh, I mean, very scary to like take up space in that way and be like and now you have to sit there and like literally listen. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Rant happens, consent workshop happens, making out with someone on stage, and then um I blow bubbles and talk about the metaphor of bubbles and how like I'm literally like shoot a bubble gun and like the bubbles come out and then everyone <clears throat> has a bubble wand next to them and then it's a room full of people blowing bubbles together. Right. Right. Great. Great. There's a whole I'm metaphor. So here for that. So here for bubbles, right? It's just like we all make our bubbles and like some bubbles are small, some bubbles are big, some bubbles pop each other, some bubbles don't even make it, some bubbles yell at each other over social media, they stop being bubble friends. You know, some bubbles are really <laughs> big, um, some bubbles attach to each other. You never know, right? And we just have to keep. Uh, making bubbles and like here we are inspired and touched and literally surviving because of the other bubbles that have come before us. Um, so it's a room full of people blowing bubbles to just kind of put that metaphor into effect where it's like a, a bunch of, uh, so the, the thing that I say is like, I'm about to blow your mind with this metaphor and I mean this in the most loving way possible. Here we are, a bunch of shitty humans in a room together and we're about to make so much magic happen by blowing air into it. And then everyone blows their bubbles on this song. Uh, This song that I wrote on acid. What was 
lost along the way and I will pray for all the ones who died for me today and I will pray for sanctity I will pray for We're just like shining. Yeah, so so shiny, so bubbly. So Everyone's being like so cool and lovely and the best. And then the bubbles happen, and like all this lingerie storytelling stories, lingerie, all this stuff. And then um, and then and then eventually the boobies come out and the bra comes off. And now I'm topless at this point. And then I tell a whole thing about breastfeeding and how breastfeeding is um, illegal in Idaho. Um, meaning that I could potentially be arrested if I don't make it to the bathroom stall in time to pump milk for this living thing that I'm responsible for feeding. Um, and there's a whole, like, there's a banner in the back that's called Queer the World, and the audience puts the banner up on stage. Like, it's just this whole really fun, and I define what Queer the World means and what Queer the World does not mean. It doesn't mean, like, everyone in this room be gay. Um, however, it would kind of solve everything if everyone was just a little gay. Like, it would just kind of really solve everything. Um, so, but, like, queer the world does not mean everyone in this room be gay. What queer the world means to me um, is that it is an unapologetic disruption and confrontation to the lies that a cisgendered, heteronormative, patriarchal society tells us. So all these um, narratives and all these, like, like things that we're all live, trying to live up to, and it's like, but it's all kind of a lie, you know? Um, so then I play this song, which is the newest song um, of, of mine. Um, wrote it uh, last year, you know? Um, and I sing it topless. And I, I say that, um, you know, I have this whole thing about, like, I'm actually really comfortable being, like, not wearing a shirt. And um, I feel like a farmer. And that's the intro to the song. I feel like a farmer. Can I follow 
when I, I'm in doubt and give me strength to bear all that I am so I, I can be as strong as a man. And my father, he was the strong one. But my father, he did me wrong. I watched him fall and figure out the failures that would come about. Trying to be as strong as a man. And my brother, he was the strong one. But my brother, he could never do no wrong. He worked to feed to nurture me, and I stayed the nurture child, you see. Well, he got to be as strong as a man. Well, he got to be as strong as a man. When my mother, she was the strong one, but my mother, she was the wronged one. She worked to feed to nurture us. When the sun beat down to torture us, she taught me how to be as strong as a man. So I can be as strong as I am. So I can be as strong as I am. And the band kicks in, and then we do this whole like thing, and then it's this whole like I don't know if I can recreate it, but I can try. Find out. And I just rip, and it's like ooh. Ooh, ooh, hey, yeah, 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 hey, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, the answer was yes. You the answer is you yourself. can recreate that. Holy yes. Shit. Yes, you can. Was yes. Diana O, ladies and gentlemen. Hi. Hi. And so that that comes out. Fuck yeah. You've just riffed out with the band. Riffed out with the band. Where do we go? And then I put clothes back on, covered my titties, put clothes back on, and then uh I wore the outfit that I voted in. And then I, I wrote this song that um, I will, I'm about to play. Um, and I texted it over to Matt, our Matt, because, um, I, you know, I wrote a song thinking about his daughter because he had just had a daughter that he took to go vote. You know, she was just a couple months, years old. Months. Years. 
She's like a couple a... months old. <laughs> I like months years. <laughs> a few months years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a few likes, months years old. A few months years old. Um, and then I ta- we talked to Matt and we just like asked some questions about being dad and having a daughter what it means and like that's just so crazy because here you are watching this man all night and you just find out that he's like a freaking dad you know um so then we sing this all together this song um and we invite the audience to join with us in a call and response at the end so this is uh there are there i'll do two more and then and then uh yeah run away call and response at the end uh, this is a song about Matt's daughter. Yeah.
ladies and gentlemen. Well, then, like, do that. We do that whole thing. More word. Um, yeah, my, you know, so I wrote this email saying to my brothers, I need you to acknowledge that you grew up with male privilege. And then my brothers say, um, one of them writes back and says, acknowledgement is only the first step here. We also need a new narrative towards healing and transformation. Let's figure out what that is ASAP. And it's a response that really blows my mind. And then Rocky and I, we uh, Rocky, who is the bassist, um, we just sing this really quick song that is, uh, I'll just, yeah, it's really, it's like one, it's, yeah. um, they shut her down on a cold and empty street and the moon was burning bright for the silent awakening. Ooh, 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 and we sing it, and then um, it creates a whole new thing. And then I talk about what courage means, and then I do this. Oh, I'm not going to give away that. So. There are still surprises. You so have yeah, to, surprise, yeah, all this stuff happens. It's really cool. And then we do a whole um, People of Color Rage song where we invite audience members who are people of color to come up on the stage um, and play the guitar, drum on some drums. Um, and you're just watching people of color take up space in a way. And it's like we're all in this together. And like everyone in this room can celebrate this moment by literally celebrate celebrating this moment. Um, and that's how like the non-people of color can participate in this, you know. Um, and then uh, – what happens after that? And then we invite the audience to like, um, you know, in the beginning we had you write down on the brown paper bags and the audience members are invited to come up and grab a brown paper bag that's not your own to um, pick up a message that resonates with you and we're all going to stand in a circle together on this very last song to take in the room differently. Um, I'm going to move your, your mic. Okay, yeah. While he's doing that, Diana. Yeah. What what happens next with with you, with my lingerie play, with anything? Where do you want to go from here? Well, I'm going to do acoustic concerts for two people and a naked person. Yeah. Great. Um, and then we're just going to stage it again in 2018. Yeah. Do you know where? Um, Can you say? Uh, I can't say yet okay. because it's a little unsure yet. I just know that hell or high water, if it's no one or everyone... We're doing it, you know, which just, we're just, because it makes us feel, um, good. Don't ask me why I left your side, stepped out Won't be a 
then everyone comes to installation 10 all together all the audience members we all meet comes to installation 10 upcoming um there will be more information on our website about the extraordinary diana o and the extraordinary my lingerie play uh both previous iterations and the upcoming wherever and whenever it is we will be there and i know that a lot of our listeners will be as well thank you so much for coming here today miss diana before we 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 wrap there is one very important question we have to ask you i forgot okay it's the most important question about the table of play reading series topic today but you're right i'm ready what is your favorite snack I have too many. That's okay. You can list. That's fine. You can go on. You're the only guest today. (laughs) Yeah, you can do what you need. Avocado, baked chips, rice crisps, rice crisps of all kind, like rice cakes, rice crackers, um, uh, rice in general. I really like um, like like rice. But like basmati rice, I'm a big fan of um, uh, uh, the pretzel chips. Except I have a fear of bread, so that doesn't really work out. But I will let myself eat smoothies. I love smoothies, juices, um, uh, a diet coke. Uh, um, uh, 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 oh, 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 uh, vegan ice cream. Big fan. Um, uh, um, uh, 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 Do you have a favorite vegan ice cream? Oh, Van Lewin's has really good vegan ice cream. Really? If you like, so like right now, here we are, we're in a studio, and okay. then we were like, oh my God, we could have a snack right now. What's that snack? Vegan ice cream. Great. Yeah, that feels right. Thank you for listening. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming, Thank you Diana. For oh, coming. Once again, please, if you have any uh, questions or want to hear more about Diana, about My Laundry Play, about Rattlestick Playwrights Theater, about any of the installations or um, grants or people that we mentioned today, we'll do our best to Lots get of, everybody yeah, up on we'll the website. We'll go back through and we'll, we'll mark down and we'll get some people up. www.chargingmoosemedia.com slash at the table podcast. You're killing it now. I really am. It's we're also like, on it's Facebook. Like it's my job. Uh, we're also on Facebook. Facebook.com slash at the table plays. Because mm-hmm. the we podcast get the other was too one. long. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's very important <laughs> for Facebook. Uh, and then uh, also be excited. Uh, we have some wonderful shows upcoming. Yes, next month. I'm, we're very excited. Uh, our next play, um, going back to um, a straight play for a little bit. Um, the incredible Christina Quintana wrote a song. Uh, wrote a song. <laughs> she, wrote she did not. Even song. I'm a liar. Wrote a play called Even Song, which is extraordinary. And she has some incredible information um, to share with us. I'm really excited to both interview her and do this show. Um, it had a wonderful run at APAC uh, this past year. And we're so excited yeah. to get some of that original cast back to do. So it'll also be a little bit different for us because some of the cast are going to be familiar with the play. So it'll be totally different. And we get to talk to her a little bit both about her work in general, about about even song in particular and about the organization I think plural that inspired the play itself so please be on the lookout for that and if you are listeners are a playwright and you have a show you would like us to consider yes. uh, we read every submission that comes in every single one and uh, so there is a submission form on our website which is again Rachel www.chargingmoosemedia.com slash at the table podcast yeah please submit at the table please plays. tell your friends at the table podcast Facebook is Facebook is at the table podcast. it's all getting high you know if you stuff. google us you're gonna find it you're gonna find it pretty you're quick at it. the table Plays. At the table plays. I think it's really funny that you call Christina's play a straight play because she's anything but straight. It's true. It's true. It's a it's a play. It's a play. But play play feels like we're it, making inauthentic musicals, and I'm I'm a big fan. Yeah, like, it's, is, I mean, like, yeah. It's the, all, I don't think it's anyone. And you know theater. what? I was about to say nobody sings in it, but actually that's not true. There is absolutely there's, there's, there's like a hymn in it. Uh, that's why it's called even song. And uh, yeah, and please, listeners. Uh, uh, 
uh, you're already listening, but tell your friends, subscribe, leave us uh, reviews on iTunes. Or, it's it. Apple Podcasts now. We're, We're on not iTunes, iTunes. That's fancy. Yeah, uh, yeah. We have to call it Apple Podcasts or Apple gets mad at you now. Ah, okay. Uh, Good to know. And then, uh, uh, you know, tell your friends, like, share, do the thing. We can't wait to share with you next Hell month. Yeah. Diana, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Everybody else. That was it sounded like I was saying Diana, don't be a dick. And you are not you are not a dick. Thank um, you. Diana, uh, we can't tell you how psyched we are that you came to this share this. This was with a us transformative today. experience. Thanks, wow. Thanks. I mean, thanks, wow. lady. Yo. 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 Great. I had to play music. I love playing music. Hell yeah, you sound gorgeous. Thank you. Thanks for this. Hey, Bye. stay warm out there, New York, and everybody else. Bye. 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 At the table is produced by Charging Moose Media. Telling great stories through new media. It was edited by Ned Donovan, mixed by Marcus Thornbagala. This episode was recorded at the Buddy Project in Astoria, Queens. Our hosts, as always, are Rachel Flynn and Ned Donovan. We'd like to thank Diana O for coming in and sharing my lingerie play with us. As always, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Every little bit helps towards bringing you great new works by emerging playwrights. We'll catch you next time. 